Hello, Internet. This is you and Spence and yes, the Insight Calling. Eurovision wants you to like it here and stay here forever and ever and ever united by music. <laughs> Coming up on the pod, we're united to travel to Nice, buy your tickets across Europe, and music victories at the EMAs. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Welcome once more to the Insight News Podcast. I'm Ewan Spence behind the microphone, behind me, the team at ESC Insight. Behind that, everything that's been happening in the world of Eurovision and Junior Eurovision all condensed into a single podcast. We've got articles that we talk about the contest in depth, www.esinsight.com. You can support us, patreon.com slash esinsight. Your diaries already have the big dates in there. Suddenly, November the 26th for Junior Eurovision's Grand Final, the semi-finals of Eurovision on the 7th and 9th of May, and the Grand Final on the 11th of May. As always, if you're going to buy tickets, book flights, anything like that, it's still a long way out at least for the May contest. So make sure that you can cancel them or have insurance or anything like that. And if you find down a junior or taking the train or whatever, well, you got a week. You probably can get away with non-refundable tickets now. It's a relatively quiet week for the big ticket items. After all, everybody is travelling down to Nice, or for many people already there, organising and getting ready to produce the Junior Eurovision Song Contest. But there is one uh, that is going to be with us, as we intimated there forever and ever and ever, which is the slogan for the Eurovision Song Contest, which has traditionally changed year on year as part of the branding, will now be consistent moving forwards. The United by Music slogan debuted at Liverpool 2023 with the joint hosting between the United Kingdom broadcaster and Ukraine's broadcaster will continue forward. Eurovision is united by music. Uh, more in-depth discussion now back at the website from Ben Robertson uh, as we carry on with the news here. Um, where, where, as I said, not much, but let's go over to the MTV EMAs where we do have some Eurovision alumni picking up awards. Monaskin, our best rock act and best Italian act. Jan's Tears, best Swiss act. Congratulations all around. And best Nordic. Three nominations that you'll be familiar with here. Sweden's Lorraine, Finland's Caria and Norway's Alessandra. Lifting the trophy was cha-cha-cha. So there you go. One Eurovision victory for Sweden. One EMA victory for Finland and Norway, well, we're going to change it so more public can vote. Junior Eurovision tickets are still available just now. €20 for seats, €15 for standing. As we record that, you can get the direct link through to the box office from juniorurovision.tv. We'd recommend you go through the official site to make sure you're getting official tickets uh all the songs are available on the official channel you'll also find the album on your favorite streaming service as well um as well as all the production team traveling down to nice the team from insight are traveling down as well so we're going to have much more junior eurovision over the next week both on the website and we'll have some previews and discussions and rehearsals and aftermath podcasts uh, available on the feed for you as well one other bullet point i think i'll add in here is welcome back partly to lift they are not entering this year, uh, but broadcaster LRT is going to be showing the contest live for the first time since 2011. 
person, presumably gauging interest in the contest. And if the viewing numbers are high, maybe we'll see them at Junior next year. Onto Eurovision 2024 and our entry list is still at 35 so we don't have confirmation from the EBU on the full entry list. They have confirmed that dis- discussions and negotiations are still ongoing uh, to do that list. At the moment broadcasters can publicly announce that they're going but there's no mandate that they have to. So those who have stood up and said yes still at 35. There was an offhand comment from the French head of delegation suggesting that the number might eventually reach 41. Just just be careful with that. 41 is a big jump. It's possible, but let's just calm ourselves down and see what happens when we get the official list. Uh, selections. Uh, Malta continues with its semi-finals. It's going to be the fourth and last semi-final uh, on the 17th of November. So if you listen to this before the Friday, you've got a chance to see it. If not, well, it's it's on YouTube or a replay on Malta's PBS website. Voting has been opened at the end of every semi-final at nine performers and running in eight but no results have been given yet they're waiting till all four semi-finals have happened so 36 running 12 of those three from each semi-final are going to qualify for the Maltese grand final at a later date and excitingly we have our first three minutes the first song is here France not only naming their internal selection but doing that at the same time as debuting the song on French TV last weekend they will be sending Slima with the song Mon Amour so we have had a live performance of this song it's up on YouTube in the usual places we don't have a studio release yet so that's going to follow that means there's also potentially going to be a remix or a reworking of the song. Um, you might even see a Eurovision edit of the studio release or the remix. So there's a lot of chance for this song to evolve as we get forward to mid-March when it has to be submitted and to May when we'll see it performed on stage. The, the life of a Eurovision song sometimes happens in private. Most of the times it does. But France, I don't think this is the end of the process with the song. I think this is beginning so we can watch this evolve over the next few months. But yes, we have our first song, which means everybody can start making their top one list. Or or bottom one list, if you want to be negative. I prefer top list. Yeah, top list of one. France. Right, let's look down the individual countries' news as well. We'll start with Czechia. Uh, We have our first song coming from Czechia that will be going to Eurovision through a national final process. That national final is taking place on December the 4th. Five acts will be going. We don't know who they are yet. So that means five songs, and we don't know what those songs are yet either. They're going to debut on the night of the grand final there of the selection. You can request tickets to be in the live audience. It's the first time in the national final it's going to have a live audience as well. So um, that will be our second song. Uh, France with an internal and Czechia with the national final selection. There's still time for another country uh, to get in as well. Uh, some timetabling for the accent songs at Dansk Melody Grand Prix in Denmark from Broadcaster DR this week. They're going to announce the acts three weeks before the grand final. So that's at the end of January. We'll then hear acoustic versions of the songs the week before the grand final. So that's going to be on the 10th of February. And the grand final itself is going to be on the 17th of February. Tickets for the show, which is going to be taking place at the Broadcasters Concert Venue, the Concert House at, they go on sale 
early December. So if you fancy a trip over to Copenhagen, uh, and if you're in Copenhagen, then you can look at the bridge and then wave at Malmo, which is at the other side of the bridge. Get ready to get those tickets early December. Uh, 20 names for SD Lau have been announced, all looking to represent Estonia when the song contest gets to Malmo. Five of those names are going direct into the final. 15 are going through a single semi-final to find the other five that will make up 10 for the grand final. As always with these things, not going to list all the names. We're just going to pick up some highlights uh, and names to watch. Direct to the final is Daniel Levy. Now, he entered SLR back in 2015 uh, with a fabulous song I still have on my playlist. So I'm interested to see what he brings there. Some names that you'll recognise as well from the Eurovision uh, entry, Stig Rasta, although it's with his band Traffic, so unless you you know your Estonian bands, you might have skipped over that one. Um, I think this is Traffic's 29th trip to Estilo, which is impressive because it hasn't been running 29 years, but, you know, umpteenth trip. Um, Laura Punver is in there as well, uh, who went to Eurovision twice before, once in 2005 with the group Sun Tribe, and in 2017, uh, joining with Quite To Me, singing Verona. But in all of this, the one to watch out for here, according to Charlene, is Ewart and the Two Dragons. Not least because this song is titled Hold Me Now, which has a special place in all of our hearts. And we can finally replace that song in my head with another song, possibly. So, yay! <laughs> right, Italy next. We have the names for the newcomers part of San Remo. That's San Remo Giovanni. The contest itself is taking place on December the 19th. It's been pushed back a week if you're doing some diary management. Eight finalists have been announced by RAI. They'll be joined by four artists from the local newcomers contest around San Remo, which is called Area San Remo. Uh, that gives us 12 runners. Three of those will win tickets to go forward to the Campioni, the big artist contest in February. And that's what the Eurovision community generally regard as San Rebel, that marathon week of culture from Italy uh, that, you know, get the snacks in, get the Lucas in, get everything ready. <laughs> um, some of the details um, about the big artist show in February, and it's the first guest host announcement. Yes, Amadeus is there for the whole run, but he gets some help every night with some different stars from the Italian world. His first guest host on the Tuesday night will be last year's winner, and of course, the Italy's representative to Eurovision in Liverpool, which is Marco Mengoni. This year, all 26 songs are going to be debuted on the opening night. Uh, and once they've all debuted, the press rooms, TV and radio journalists will all vote. And the top five will be announced on the show. And then the songs will be up and running. We also have details from Norway on MGP, published by Broadcaster NRK. Artists are going to be presented on the 5th of January, uh, and the semi-finals are going to be in the Oslo TV studios, uh, Saturday the 13th of January and Saturday the 20th of January. Uh, third one will be Saturday the 27th of January, 18 in total. Uh, six run in each, three will qualify through to the grand final, which is taking place up in the Trondheim Spectrum on Saturday the 3rd of February. Now, during the off-season, there was a lot of discussion about the split between the public vote and the jury vote, and a number of delegations contributed online to that conversation. And uh, Norway uh, was very vocal in going, we think the public should have a bit more input. And uh, curiously, the public are going to have a bit more input uh, during MGP. The split is going to be 60% of the vote from the public, 40% will come from the jury. Now, interestingly, that means that the song selected is going to be a song which is more popular with the public. So when it gets to Eurovision, it's going to be a song 
that has a on paper will have a little bit more appreciation by the public than the juries. So Norway's we aim for the public vote, which we've seen with Alessandra, with Subwoofer, with Kaino. That's going to continue. Um, and it's a valid strategy. You've got two legs. If you want to put all your effort into one night and get the public vote, that's a valid strategy to win the Eurovision Song Contest. Maybe this is the year. Portugal. Uh, as in previous years, Portugal places a lot of emphasis on the songwriters at the start of the national final season and then the run-up to Festival de Canção. All 20 composers' names have been announced. 14 were invited by broadcaster RTP. Six were selected from public submissions. More song details, the artist matchup, they will follow in due course. We have the 16 artists from Benidorm Fest as well, announced by Spanish broadcaster RTVE. Songs are going to be released on December 14th, so you have a little early Christmas present there if you're looking forward to the Spanish selection. There is a wide range of styles in the mix here, and the artists are all at different points of their careers. We have newcomers, people who've just showed up on social media and have just sung to lots of people, right through to experienced legends with multi, multi millions of listeners. Uh, to all their music. Um, of note to the community, George Gonzalez is making his third Spanish national final appearance previously uh, in the running in 2009 and 2014, hoping this year is his year. And if not, Benidorm Fest is becoming a huge platform in Spain to showcase Spanish music to the public and the industry. So it's a win-win. Tickets for the uh, Benidorm Fest are on sale, but they're splitting this up. So if you're wanting to go to the first semi-final, those tickets go on sale on December the 4th. The second semi-final, tickets go on sale on the 11th. And the grand final, tickets go on sale on the 18th. I can't see any option for just a package of all three in one purchase. So you're just going to have to be fast on the browser over three times to get into all three shows. Uh, what else do we have? Let's just finish up the Ukraine here. From the 400 submitted entries to Ukraine's national selection, Vidbeer, uh, 20 have been put onto a long list, and that long list has been published by broadcaster UAPBC. Up to 10 of those will go to the televised grand final, and of the ones that aren't put through by the broadcaster, there will be a public vote of those who are left for a wild card entry to get the last slot in the show. So we could have up to 11 in that national final once the judges have made up their mind. Um, of note in here, Malovin, who represented Ukraine back in 2018, is in the list. Uh, but uh, quite a lot of people were hoping that Julia Sanina, who is the Ukrainian host at Liverpool 2023, either as a solo performer or with her band Hardkiss, might have shown up, but not in the long list. Maybe Julia is going to be part of the interval act, maybe part of the hosting team. We shall see. Right then, what do we have around the internet in the world of the song contest? Well, obviously, a bit of self-promotion comes first. Last week uh, was Eurovision Awards with Phil Dore and Dr. Paul Jordan talking about Armenia and Azerbaijan and their respective representations of themselves and each other at the song contest. Back on the website, uh, Ben Robertson talking about the forever slogan of United by Music and why it is a great choice. Finn Ross Russell is also taking a look at the song contest Contest in November. This is the point where we're as far away from last year's contest as we are towards 
this year's contest. And when I see year, I mean seasons, like May to November, November to May. It is November. It's quite dark here in the Northern Hemisphere. Why use Eurovision such a shining light? Finn Ross explains why back on the website. Outside of us, I think we should mention the ESC 250. Uh, this is the annual poll of Eurovision fans uh, who decide their favourite 10 songs submit them on a form, and then all of those are compiled together to get a top 250 songs at the song contest. Loren has been up there since releasing Euphoria and winning the contest back in 2012. Although last year, it's the first time she wasn't at number one, deposed by Spain's Chanel and the song Slow Mo. So the question now is, will Loren get back that number one slot? Will it be Euphoria? Will it be our winning song this year? And Tattoo, will those two songs split the vote and let Chanel hold on for a second year? Or will <laughs> will cha-cha-cha, just cha-cha-cha, all the way up the dance floor of the top 250 and take first place? You can submit your favourite song, songfestival.be, uh, ESC 250, a Belgian production, and on Hogmanay, December the 31st, French Radio will take you all the way through from number 250 up to number one. Dates in your diary as well. Well, we can add December the 31st there as well. But also, uh, deep breath, pre-party Eurovision in Madrid on March 28, 29, 30. Barcelona Eurovision, 4th to 6th of April. Eurovision in concert, Saturday the 13th of April. Tickets on sale, but they are running low. Nordic Eurovision Party, Sunday the 14th. Tickets also on sale. And there's Eurovision Party in Copenhagen the week before. Eurovision itself on Saturday, May the 4th. Copenhagen, Malmo, there's a bridge between them. And it's a really easy journey. Uh, what else? Well, we're still waiting for the entry list from the EBU. Uh, we have junior Eurovision coverage starting next week. So I suspect our focus will be on that, as will the EBU. So maybe we'll get an entry list after junior. Um, we shall see what happens. Yep, in seven days' time, you're going to get yourself a Eurovision contest. Uh, it's going to be on television if your broadcaster is entering. So check local listings for details. If not, youtube.com slash Eurovision will be carrying the live broadcast as well. How fun. How exciting. Uh, so, yes, join us for all of that. Eurovision from Nice and Junior, Junior Eurovision all next week. But for now, thank you for listening. As always, to all our friends, especially at this time, stay safe out there. Whether we know you, whether we're going to meet you soon, be kind to each other. I'll say to Ra for now, play the guitars, and we'll catch you in Nice. <laughs> ESC Insight News podcast this week was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team at ESC Insight. You can find out more at www.escinsight.com and you can support us at patreon.com slash ESC Insights.